skin is a living part of your body and your largest organ. And as skincare experts for over 30 years, Dermalogica's number one focus is on empowering people to achieve their healthiest skin ever. Education is at the heart of everything we do. So our podcast brings advice from top skin health experts directly to you. Join us as we discuss research and skin technologies to help you get real results. Welcome to your skincare journey with Dermalogica. It's time to start living in your healthiest skin. Welcome to Living Skin. I'm Beth Bialko with Global Education, and today we are welcoming back to the studio for her scientifically speaking series, Dr. Diana Howard. So welcome, Dr. Diana. Thank you. Great to be back with you, Beth. Well, we are so excited to have you here with us. And you know, Dr. Diana, as a scientific expert behind so many formulas with Dermalogica and the International Dermal Institute, I really want to talk with you today about one of the R&D projects that you are most passionate about, which is really keeping abreast of new research that supports many of the tried and tested ingredients used here um, with our Dermalogica products. So the one coming to top of mind for our discussion today is vitamin C or ascorbic acid. It's one of these active ingredients that Dermalogica has studied and used for 32 years. So my question is, why now are we having the new focus on a vitamin that has been around for so many years? That's a great question, Beth. You know, a lot of times people think when we do research at the International Dermal Institute and we develop a Dermalogica formula and launch it, that that's the end of everything. And you couldn't be further from the truth because that's really an the beginning of a work in progress. We always are continuing to look at how can we make this formula better. It may not be for three years, it may not be for seven years, it may not be for 10 years, but we're constantly looking at these ingredients. And vitamin C just so happens to be one of the darlings in the cosmetic industry. We know that as our skin ages, the dermis thins and the collagen content decreases. And of course, with UV exposure, this accelerates this whole process, which causes reactive oxygen species or free radicals to form, and it stimulates those horrible MMP enzymes that break down our collagen. And all of this is associated with the process of really premature aging skin. Well, as you might expect, this is the um, fastest growing and most in-demand category in skincare. So of course, we are devoting constant attention to understanding how we can address this aging of our skin. And vitamin C just so happens to be one of those ingredients in the cosmetic chemist's arsenal to treat aging skin. So that's why we've been focusing on that. Now, just so our listeners have a, a background on ascorbic acid or vitamin C, uh, simply ascorbic acid is the chemical name for vitamin C. And you, you don't really see vitamin C on an ingredient list because for labeling reasons, we're not allowed to use that. So you're gonna see ascorbic acid or some kind of a derivative of it when you look on the ingredient list of a product. Now, the interesting thing that people don't always realize is as humans, we cannot synthesize ascorbic acid and we must rely on getting it from our diet. And the really fascinating thing to us is that topical application is actually, shows a much higher incorporation of the vitamin in our skin 
than if you were to take an oral tablet of vitamin C. And so this is what really makes it very, very attractive to us as cosmetic chemists is that we can actually deliver more ascorbic acid or vitamin C to our skin with a topical application than we can if you supplemented it with an oral supplement. So we also know that if you topically apply vitamin C to the skin, there's this process called substantive, which basically means that vitamin C gets integrated into the tissue. And if you apply vitamin C from a cream onto, on your skin, let's say on your hands, and then you go into the restroom and you wash your hands, you're not going to remove it. It actually becomes substantive and is integrated into the structure of your skin. So that's another point that we need to bear in mind. Now we know that the application of antioxidant ascorbic C, ascorbic acid or vitamin C reduces the effect of UV exposure, but at the same time why we really love it and why it's the darling in um, products designed to fight aging is that it helps to stimulate collagen synthesis. And this is because it's a cofactor of two of the enzymes that are actually involved in the biosynthesis of collagen. And at the same time, the ascorbic acid suppresses the collagenase, so those MMP enzymes, that get stimulated by UV exposure, and they're stimulated to break down our collagen and our elastin and our hyaluronic acid. So it's helping to suppress that activity as well. And of course, why it's always found in products designed to address pigmentation or uneven skin tone is that we know that vitamin C suppresses the tyrosinase enzyme, which helps control the whole melanogenesis process. So you can see there's so many different aspects of ascorbic acid that we want to get a better handle on so that we can further develop products that are going to address some of the leading skincare issues that consumers have. So it sounds too that it's fantastic, this ingredient. I love how you're saying it's the darling, right? The darling ingredient um, that we're looking at is, you know, for aging, for hyperpigmentation. And topical application, based upon what we've discussed, is really effective. It really gets there in, into the skin. Now, um, with all of these positive attributes, you might expect, right, that there are some considerations that one has to take into account when using vitamin C skincare. Can you share a little bit more about that? Well, what most people don't realize is that vitamin C is not a stable molecule. As a matter of fact, if you think you're doing your family a good service by squeezing fresh orange juice for them, and everybody's asleep on Sunday morning, and so it's sitting there on the dining room table, and lo and behold, they don't join you for breakfast for about two hours, you might as well throw it down the drain because vitamin C oxidizes almost immediately when it gets exposed to air. So we know vitamin C or ascorbic acid is a very unstable molecule. It is susceptible to exposure to light, to air, to heat, and to water. And so as a result, over the last 20 years, scientists have been exploring new ascorbic acid derivatives that offer more stability to the molecule, but at the same time provide an optimum delivery of the vitamin C to the skin. And we often refer to this at the International Dermal Institute as bioavailability. I know it sounds like a mouthful of a word, but really <laughs> simply what it means is the amount of the active that's actually available to do some biological good in the skin.
So this is a word you're going to hear more and more about because it's important. There's, it's, there's no point in giving somebody a product that has a certain amount of ascorbic acid in it when you manufacture it, but by the time they're using it, there's basically zero bioavailable vitamin C. So one of the areas that we have really been focusing on is understanding the interaction of ascorbic acid molecules with other actives and the mechanism of action in the skin. And this is really important because over the years there have been some derivatives um, and we have used them at Dermalogica. Magnesium ascorbyl phosphate is one. We call it MAP. There are a lot of different derivatives that have been deemed to be much more stable than a free ascorbic acid but we still want to optimize how much bioavailability they have for the skin. So we've been looking at different complexes and trying to see how can we find a complex, how can we make a complex in the lab that delivers what we call enhanced functionality. This is a derivative that is stable that offers greater bioavailability in the form of enhanced penetration into the skin while doing all the good things that we want it to deliver to that skin, like fighting oxidative stress. And ideally, um, using a molecule that we derivatize the ascorbic acid with that has its own set of functional benefits to the skin. So can we create a synergy? Can we get more out of the complex of the two individual components of that complex than if we were to use them individually in the skin? And that's what we've been focusing on at the International Dermal Institute. I think that is is so interesting and very key for our listeners to understand that as you mentioned, there's different derivatives, right, of, of vitamin C, and being different ones are used in the product and formulation. But that key point that you made, and I just want to drive home, is that it's the bioavailability, right, the amount of the active that's actually available to do something, to do some good in the skin, because we really want that ingredient to work effectively and, and do its job. So you talked a lot about some, some complexes of vitamin C to provide enhanced functionality. So can you give us an example of one of these newer vitamin C complexes? Okay, let me give you an example of the one that the lab has really been working on for the okay, last good. year. It's exciting stuff. It is. <laughs> Love it. It's a complex of ascorbic acid and this element called silicium. Now, this complex not only provides the benefits of the ascorbic acid, but in, it imparts the benefits of the silicium molecule that it's compounded with. Now, what is silicium? It's a very unique molecule or element. You can see it on the periodic chart if you happen to be a novice chemist. And it's a natural component that is found in our skin. What is its function? It impacts cell communication via messenger molecules, and it basically helps promote the optimal molecular organization of our skin. In particular, it helps to organize the collagen proteins. So it's helping be an integral part of the architecture of skin. At the same time, it also helps to regulate the enzyme activity, those MMPs that we were talking about. And so I guess the easiest way to look at silicium is it helps to stabilize and normalize things. Now, unfortunately, we know as we get older, the amount of silicium in our skin declines as well as everything else that seems to decline with age. Now, studies have shown 
that silicium protects the fibroblast. Now remember what the fibroblast is, Beth. It's the little structure, the organelle, that is responsible for actually biosynthesizing not only those MMP enzymes, but also collagen and elastin. And so the studies have shown that silicium protects these fibroblasts by optimizing their cell membrane's resistance against free radical attack. So it does this by helping to organize the membrane's lipids so that they are their, at their most optimum defense. And it does this rather than acting as a free radical scavenger. So it's really, um, an, I call it like the architectural police of membranes. It's organizing things to make it so that they have the best defense against any um, environmental stress that might mm -hmm. impact the cell. So cell mem membranes are stronger and more resistant to oxidative stress, while brightening and age-fighting properties of the vitamin C are optimized when we combine both the ascorbic acid with the silicium. And we find that when we combine them to this complex, we're getting a greater effect than if we just put the two individually onto the skin. And that's how we, what we refer to as a synergistic effect. Okay, so having more of the, the complex working together to get the best effects with that. Absolutely. Okay. We're so excited. I'm, I'm told we can expect to see this new um, form of vitamin C and a new Dermalogica product coming our way called BioLumin C Serum. And I'm also wondering... In, in, uh, in context with the, the new vitamin C complex, what other exciting ingredients have you put into this advanced formulation? Well, I like to think of our BioLumin C serum as representative of the next generation of vitamin C serums in our industry. I mean, we all know for the last 15, 20 years, there are numerous vitamin C serums that have been on the market. But this is, this is taking the latest research and making it even better. And so it's not just the ascorbic acid or the vitamin C in the formula, but it's those specific complexes that I mentioned earlier that provide an enhanced functionality. Well, the vitamin C that we complexed with, with the silicium, has that synergistic complement that I mentioned earlier that enhances the bioavailability of vitamin C to the skin while fighting oxidative stress. But in addition, we've combined it with a peptide, an AHA of lactic acid, which we all know also hydrates the tissue, We've put hyaluronic acid in there for deep hydration. We have chia seed extract and Sephora or Japanese pagoda tree extract, both of which are just chock full of polyphenols and antioxidants that help protect the skin with their antioxidant capability, but they also are known to brighten the skin. It helps to even out uneven uh, pigmentation. So the end result is we're leaving our skin more radiant, more luminous. There are fewer signs of aging. That means a reduction in the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and skin roughness. So it's very, very exciting that we're able to take our knowledge of vitamin C, take it to the next level, combine it with what we know, all that's good about certain plant extracts in addition to peptides to really deliver a great product formulation that's going to help fight the signs of aging. And that's really true to, to Dermalogica and really all of our formulations. It's taking them to that next level. It's a professional-grade skincare line. And I think this has been a, a really helpful for our listeners to kind of tune in and really focus in about vitamin C, but see how we kind of harness right, the best of nature's pharmacy 
accelerated by science. So I want to thank you so much for being here today to discuss vitamin C, ascorbic acid, kind of give us the uh, behind the scenes development of the formulations. Uh, so we are so lucky to have this time with you. And again, thank you so much for being here. And for those of you tuning in, if you'd like to hear any more topics about ingredients, skincare related, anything from Dr. Diana Howard, please send us a email to livingskinpod at dermalogica.com. And Dr. Diana, thank you again. And we can't wait to have you back. My pleasure. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for listening to Living Skin. You can find us on iTunes and the podcast section of Google Play Music. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. For more information, visit Dermalogica.com. And until next time, thank you for listening.